discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. We don't organize meetings for money. There are pastors who organize meetings for money. There are prophets who do that. The aim of the meeting is to so that we can have offerings like seeds and all of that. But that's not the aim of um, the meetings that we have. Okay, We have meetings to help mature and grow and develop you. Because your development is very important to the Lord. Your growth is very important to the Lord. Your born-again experience is very important, but that is not the end. Born again, the born-again experience is the means to an end. Okay, It's a means to an end. Hallelujah. It's what? It's a means to an end. That is why when you get born again, you, you, you don't die immediately, you get born again. Do you see? Do you agree that there are a lot of problems in this world? Yeah. Are there a lot of problems in this world? What are some of the problems you know in this world? What? Poverty. E-levy. Poor prices. Depression. Sickness. School. School is a problem. Ampedu. You know Ampedu. Amper education. The Ampedu squad says education. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll take it like that. But there are lots of problems here. Heaven is better. Heaven is nicer. There are no problems. There are no challenges. I mean, if someone was ill before he died and he was born again, when he, get, when he dies, he says, there's no illness in heaven. Yeah. Charlie, you are fine. Everything is okay. Everything is cool. But God does not give that to us. Immediately we get born again. Do you see? If heaven was the aim, or heaven was the ultimate that God was looking for, your born again experience qualifies you for heaven. So immediately you get born again, we must kill you. Every preacher must carry a gun or a cutlass or something. As long as you give your life to Christ, we just chop off your head. Every, every, every missionary must have a gun. Yes, so that when you give, as soon as you give your life to Christ, you say amen. Then you say, okay, are you ready to go to heaven now? Then he will just chop off your head so that you go. It's, it, that, is not the, that is not the aim. Do you see? Uh-huh. Be, going to heaven is not what God is looking for. Your place in heaven is what God is looking for. You see, your place in heaven. They're going to heaven there. You are going by God's grace. By the grace of God. With all your foolishness, you are still going. But where are you going to be in the heaven that you are going? Because the heaven, no, there are, are different levels in the heaven that you are going to. There are different places in the heaven that you are going. You see, normally I use this example. You can say you live in Accra. But you see, Accra is a very, very big city. An ever-increasing city. It keeps going. 
and growing. They are different parts of Accra. Do you agree that they are different parts of Accra? What are some of their parts of Accra? The parts of Accra? Seth, Choco is there. Nima is there. Where? Kaneshi is there. Dansoman is there. Ofanko is there. Ablikuma is there. Islegon is also there. Ashaima. Ashaiman is also there. Hallelujah. So the heaven we are going, it's too broad. When you say we are going to heaven, it's broad. They have various parts of heaven. Okay, there are various parts of heaven. Jerry Savelle, who is a very powerful preacher um, in America, had a vision. He had God, he was caught up to heaven. You, you know you can have experiences of heaven. Yes. But to have such experiences, you need to fellowship with the Lord on a certain level. Yes, not have the sin type of lifestyle with God. Your only relationship with God is committing sin and asking for forgiveness. That's the relationship. When, when we talk about God, you commit sin and then you ask God, Charlie, how do you know? You know, you know say, it no be easy. Or you, you only ask for things. When it comes to God, you ask for what? Car? Give me. It's the give me type of relationship. Give me, give me, give me. Because my name is Jimmy. That's all you have. That's all the relationship you have with God. When, when, we, when, you, when, you, are, when you come to church because you want things. That is why when those things are fulfilled, you, you, you don't mind God anymore. God is like, a, is like a gift shop. Yes, a gift shop for you. You make requests so that you can answer. God goes, relationship with God goes way beyond that. You see, if you are in my life because of things, the things I can give to you, you are a very big suspect. Isn't it? Yes, like if you know that when I have money, you will come for the money. I will hide a lot of things from you. I will not let you have access to certain things. If I have a pot of gold in my house, in my room, you are the last person I will show it to. Why? Because you will take everything away from me with your 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 selfishness and your requests, your unending requests, because you know what I have. Oh, can I have? Can I have? A, can I have some uh, uh, some five hundred thousand to go and do something? Because you know what I have. You see, you wouldn't have asked me for five hundred thousand if you didn't know what I had. Uh huh. So, all those who relate like that with God are kept on a certain level. They are not given an opportunity to have experiences with God on a higher level. When, when you are in my life because you are a friend, because you are, you are a lover, you are someone who loves me and I know you love me. Do you get it? And when someone loves you, you know he loves you or you don't know he loves you. You see, I'm not talking about like loving, loving type of love. I'm talking about someone, I'm talking about friendship. There's something called filio. Someone who cares about you, who is genuinely interested in you, and uh, is, is flowing with you. David and Jonathan had that kind of filial love. Do you see? Yes. Filial friendship. David said that Jonathan's love was better than the love of women. Meaning that David considered the friendship he had with Jonathan higher than the love that any lady could have for him. Or he could have for any lady. Very, and that's what I'm talking about. Do you get it? Someone who's ready to die with you or for you. Hello? Ah. If 
you don't have such people in your life, you are in trouble. If all the people in your life are in your life because of the things you have, you are in trouble. When you lose those things, bye-bye, see you, they are not going to mind you again. Yes, Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 26. Do you know I've started preaching? Yeah. I am distressed for thee, my brother, Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful. Passing the love of women. You see, if you have a certain kind of love for the Lord, not because of the things he can give to you, okay, or the things he can do for you, but just because he is God, and just because you, you feel he's very important to you, the one who is very important to you, you treat in a very different way. The person is very important. If you think that God is very important, I mean, you treat him in a certain way. I don't go to church because of what I will get. I go to church because I feel that God is so precious. God is so powerful. God is so wonderful to me. If it wasn't because of him, who will I be? Who, who will live in? Who, what will I be? Where will I be? Do you understand? Uh, I, I'm so grateful to him. For first of all, the salvation he has saved me with. Because if he had not saved me, I would have been going straight to hell. So I'm very grateful. I'm a grateful person. I'm just grateful to my Lord for saving me and for helping me and for teaching me and for allowing me to know the things I know. Because I know the things I, I know are by the grace of God. It's just by the grace of God that I know the things I know and I, I, those things are working for me. Are you in the church? So I'm one grateful person. And that gratitude is what fuels my love for the Lord. When I consider his love for me, I can't but love him. If you read in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, he says that we love him because he first loved us. So there's a high relationship you can have with the Lord. Do you see? Where the Lord comes for you for visits in his home, in heaven, you and his home in heaven, like he's just coming for you. Let's go for a tour in heaven. Or let's, let's have, I want to give you an experience. Yeah. You can have that. And that's the kind of Christianity you should have. Not the sin relationship. That's all you know. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. For, hey, if it's like that, it's not good, though. That is, that is a very basic, yeah. little type of relationship. Give and what? Forgive. You, you ask God to give to you and to forgive you. That's all. There's no real relationship. It's not good. Tell the it's not good. It's very bad. And God, want, God is calling you out of that particular level to a higher level of intimacy with him. Do you see? Where you love him because you have a proper understanding of how much he has loved you. Charlie, the guy loved you so much he went to hell for you. Do you understand? Maybe you don't understand. You need to think about it a lot. That's why we meditate on the word of God. Meditation is to help us have deeper understanding of what God has done. Yes. Dude went to hell because of you. He went to hell because of you. Dude was beaten, battered, butchered, spat on, early morning spits. Yes. <laughs> Why? He didn't do anything. He hadn't done anything wrong. Because of you. Yes. Because of your sins and your wrong and your journey to hell, he decided to intercept and help you. You are the one who was supposed to be, be on that cross. Yeah. Yes, the wages of sin is death. So the sin of humanity made, was, I mean, that is, that we are directly proportional to death. 
eternal, the eternal kind of death. Complete severance from God. But Jesus stepped in. God stepped in. So that you can come close once again. How can you say thanks to someone who has done this for you? Maybe you don't understand what it means to go to hell. And maybe you don't understand what it means for someone to be butchered and beaten for doing nothing. Wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. What did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So Jesse Duplantis had a vision. And he, he, he was with Jesus. Okay. And they were at the entrance of heaven. They were at the gates of heaven. And people were entering. He noticed that some people will enter. And they are not so happy. He was shocked. Ah. Yes, God, Jesus asked him to look very closely on it, at their faces. And some of them were entering like this. Others were entering excited. And others were entering... You see? Uh -huh. How will your entrance be? Hey. Ask your neighbor. Brother? Sister? How will your entrance to heaven be? Hallelujah. How will your entrance be? Yes. How will your entrance be? Recently, Prophet Kakabedin. I don't know if you know, how many of you know, know Prophet Kaka? Very wonderful prophet in a, in a system in Ghana. Yeah, that's Bishop Dag's brother-in-law. Yes, and he's one of Bishop Dag's assistants. You know, he was preaching. And as he was preaching, he, had, he was caught up. Briefly. He, he was caught up to heaven as he was preaching. I mean, you will not have that... Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you will not have that if you don't have a certain kind of relationship with the Lord. Or, Anna, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. Yes. Meanwhile, your experience with the Lord makes a great difference in, in your life. For instance, when you are going through troubles and you don't really know Jesus Christ, you will be shocked at what you will do. You'll be surprised at what you will do. Small wind that blows now, you will change your life. I mean, you finish school, finishing school is not easy. School is the easiest. So you better enjoy school now. One man of God said, if he had known how life after school was going to be, he would have built whilst he was in school. Because he was richer when he was a student than when he became a medical doctor. When he, became, when he finished school and became a medical doctor in 1990, he realized that his doctor pay was smaller than the the salary, the whatever, the stipends his father was giving to him whilst he was in school. Yeah. Yes. He said at that time, um, Spintesh Road was bush. They were selling it. But he didn't know what it, what it meant. <laughs> he said the more he grew, the older he got, the more painful it became for him. <laughs> I'm talking about Bishop Dag. That was what Bishop Dag said recently. Yes. Hallelujah. So enjoy, enjoy school. When I say enjoy, I'm not saying chill, whatever. But enjoy the sleep. Do you understand? Enjoy what? Enjoy the sleep. Enjoy the waste of time. <laughs> yes, because when you finish school, you realize that, Charlie, there's no time. Time, no day. Yes. When you marry, a lot of things. Now your time is not yours anymore. One lady was sleeping at 2 a.m. She was married, newly married. And the husband was passing his hand around her at 2 a.m. Then she said, hey, who is that? And the husband said, it's an arm robber. What do you mean? 
serpent show working now? King now, 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 now. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm trying to say that, you see, the ultimate is your, your placing in heaven. Okay? It's your placing in heaven. That is why you must learn to walk with God well. In this church, there are three things that, you see, because this is it's, it's, it's become a family meeting, so I have to talk to you uh, in a different way, okay? Uh-huh. There are three things that we, that we revolve around in this church. Everything that we do in Lab Economy Church, every message you'd hear, every meeting you'd have, every camp you'd attend, every convention you'd have, is tailored to suit three aspects of your life. The first one is your walk with God, okay? Your walk with God. So any message at all we preach, for instance, as I'm teaching you now, I'm talking about things that are related to your work with the Lord, like trying to have a better relationship with the Lord rather than the superficial uh, whatever. Because you are, it's not, you are not deep enough. You see, I was, I was saying earlier that when you leave school and a small win, because if your relationship with the Lord is not deep enough, a small win, nah, you'd be surprised. You say you're an atheist. Or you, before, before long, a certain big man is sleeping with you and you're, collect, you're collecting money. I mean, you have become a basic prostitute. Basic prostitute. Or you, are, you become gay. Yes, because there's a lot of money there now. Yes, because of money, you will change. Before, before long, you have, became, you have become a gay brother. You are buying pampas, big diapers. Activists. That, that's, you have become a gay activist. Before long, yes. Just because of money. An ex cell leader. Is there is this thing on it? So your your the depth of your relationship with the Lord cannot be overemphasized. Do you see? It, and this wow song, it is time to develop that particular thing. It's so important. Your work with the Lord. Your work with the Lord must become deeper. You must you must entrench yourself more and more into the Lord. Into relating with the Lord. Okay? I'm not, I don't pray because I don't pray because I want something from the Lord. I pray because I want to relate with the Lord. I want to fellowship with the Lord. I want to hear his voice. Do you see? Yes, I want to, I want to have the, 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 his sweet embrace and hear his sweet voice. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yes, it's so important. My prayer is not, Lord, give me. Lord, haha, makatana haka. Latama apapa. Emwa hakadaya. Lord, do it all you die. People are saying all kinds of foolishness in their prayer. Do it all you die, Lord. Last chance, Lord. What do you mean? Foolish boy. Hallelujah. Intimacy with the Lord. Do you know why God chose David? God chose David because David liked God. Yeah. He loved God. Yeah. He had a certain heart for God. Yeah. Like if it is God, is it yours? Then we'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, God, I, 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 what do you want? Yeah. He was always this. It is better to be a dumb man at the gate of God than to be a, a whatever, a king somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Look at this. Acts chapter 13, verse 22. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony. God gave testimony concerning David. Like God spoke concerning David. What's your name, brother? Jacob. God can give, God can have a testimony concerning you. Like when it comes to God has words to describe what type of a person you are. How is God describing you right now? Yeah. I mean, what, what is the description that God gives to you right now in his books? Is this the guy who is looking for America? All he wants from me is America. Hey. All he wants from me are good grades. Like you are, you are being some way in the house of the Lord because you want your grace to be very good. I mean, there shouldn't be any ulterior motive. There shouldn't be any idol, any, any other thing that you bow down to or makes you, like takes your heart away from the Lord. David was special because he didn't have any other thing. He didn't have any idol. He only had God. Only had God. He says, I know him. This is my testimony. And said, I have found David. I have found. I was looking for. This is something God looks for all the time. I have found. Meaning that he was looking for. God is always looking for someone who loves him. For him. Hello? You understand? I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Dude loves me. He's after my heart. He's after what I like. Yes. That is what God is looking for. From you. Yes. Not the give me, give me, forgive me, give me type of relationship. That's all. It's sad though. Listen, and amazing here. When you, when you change in your heart towards the Lord and you decide to love the Lord with all your heart. You see, that, that is, it's a request from God. John chapter, John chapter 14, verse 21. It's a request from God. It is, a, it is something God wants. Jesus said, if you love me, he says, he that keepeth my commandment, he that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. You see, if you have my word, one of the ways of showing that you love God is by keeping his word. You want, you want to know if someone loves God? It's not singing in church. Yes, we. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's not crying as the worship is coming. It's more than that. It's way more than that. Your love for the Lord is demonstrated in how you keep his word. Like allowing his word, the word of God to direct your path. David said, thy word have I kept in my heart that I might not sin against you. Like you keep his word. His word is a treasure for you. It's something you don't joke with. It's important to you. Waking up in the morning and doing your quiet time is important to you. Why? Because it is time to show that you love God. It is time to open your Bible and read. Listen to five minutes with Pastor T and, and be blessed. Learn something. Eh? Read a, read a proper devotional and learn something. It's time to fellowship with the Lord. Have time with the Lord. It's so important. If you love me, he that, keep, he said, he that has my words and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And because he's like that, he says, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. My father will love that person. God has a special love for all of us. But he has a reciprocal love. Hmm? Reciprocal. Do you understand reciprocal? Yes. It's a word. 
Reciprocal. What does it mean? Minunganama. You are speaking in tongues. What does it mean? Retain. He has a retained type of love. There are three levels of God's love in the Bible. There's God's love for the whole world. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, isn't it? That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting. He loves the whole world. Apart from loving the whole world, he has another love, another type of love for his children. For instance, you love people, you love human beings. But when it comes to your children, you have another type of love for them, isn't it? If your father... Uh, instead of giving you, paying your school fees, paying people's school fees, and it's not minding, what will you say? That's, it's a very strange father. Yes, there are some people who do that. <laughs> but it's not right. There's a love that a father has for his children. Do you see? And that's in First John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. So he has a special love for, the, for those who are his sons. And daughters, his children. Then out of his children, he has a special love for all those who retain his love. If your father is pouring love on you, your father has been taking care of you all these years. Your father has been pouring all kinds of things, helping you, doing a lot of things for you. And he says, when you are coming from Kumasi, buy me biscuits. But it's not that he can't afford the biscuit too. He says, oh, when you are coming, buy me. There's some digestive in uh, a doom that I want to show you the shop. And says, buy it for me when you are coming. From the money I've given to you. And then you get to a car without the biscuits. When he asks you, you say, oh, I didn't have money. Oh, what kind of aid is he? will mark you. He will say, this boy. It's a very wicked guy. Yes. He's a very wicked guy. And you see that his love for you is reducing in a certain way. Because you are not reciprocating the love. God expects us to reciprocate his love. And as we reciprocate his love, his love for us intensifies. Do you see? Yes. You must show that you love God by keeping his word. Keeping his word. Keeping his commandment. As you keep, and that's the third level of God's love. His love for those who love him. His love for those who love him. If you love him, he will love you back. He says, I will love you. Eh? Yeah, this this one of the scriptures, 1 Corinthians 2 9. But as is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. Those who love him, he has special preparations for them. Yes. Special preparations. Special things. What they are not looking for, he gives to them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. What they are not looking for. There are a lot of things I was not looking for that God has given to me. Because of my small love for him, I'm trying more and more to love him more. Oh, yes. What I didn't ask for. What I didn't think about. The Lord has done. Abundantly above what I could ask or think. Yes. You want God to be doing certain strange, nice things around you? Love him. Hmm? Do what? Love. love him. How do you love God? How do you love God? Keep his word. Keep his word. How do you keep his word? Keep it in your heart. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. So, so every church member, every child of God in this church must be a lover of God. A true lover of God. And it is first of all demonstrated by your keeping his words. Hello? Yes. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. 
Then he says, let them not depart from thine eyes. Like, keep looking at it. Yes, keep looking at it. Keep imagining it. Keep watching it. Keep talking about it. Keep thinking it. Keep, let it be around you. Let the word of God influence you so much that your cough is the word of God. Your smile is the word of God. For instance, I, I don't get angry by heart. I don't get angry about necessary things. You can't get me angry. These people have been with me for many years. You can ask them. How many times you have seen me angry over something? No, I mean, you, you will not. Why? The word of God has, that I've kept in my heart has changed me from being, I used to be an angry boy. I nearly took my sister's eye out. Yes, my big sister, I have an older sister who is 50, she's 53 now. Yes, I nearly took her eye out. Yeah, very stubborn boy. I'm not, I'm not, she's talking about me. She was talking about me. Like, why are you talking about me? And I was just about nine years old. Why are you talking about me? Why are you talking about me? And I took a stone. Hey, why are you talking about me? <laughs> I'll show you. And I threw it. Shim. It missed her eye by inches. I tell you. Yeah. I'll break your leg right now. What do you mean? Very stubborn guy. I mean, describing it even makes you wonder, is it really? Is, sometimes when I talk about some things that used to be in my life, people don't believe it. You see, because the word of God that I've kept in my heart has ended up changing me in a lot of ways. It has transformed me it, completely. Sometimes I don't even recognize myself. Sometimes things happen and, and I don't react in a certain way. I don't react the way I would have reacted some, some time ago. Gotten angry or gotten so furious or become bitter about something that happened. Like you are thinking about it and you plan, have plans of hurting the person or mafiaing the person after some time. Payback. Hmm. <laughs> Allah. I mean, because it's not a good thing. You can't swear by God. You say Allah. It's only Allah you can say. You need wickedness to, to help you. <laughs> so the word of God will change it. will make you so sweet. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised at yourself. And it will make you so confident at the same time. So sweet yet confident. I'm not a pushover. You can't push, you can't push me over. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't. I remember many years ago, we invited a certain woman to come and preach in our church. Many years ago. This is 2016. How many years ago is that? Six years ago. Yes. And she came to preach a very wonderful, powerful message. But then she was misbehaving after the message. Do you see? This is an older person. But she was misbehaving. She started calling me son. Like I was her son in the Lord. I just invited her to preach in my church once. Do you see? And then she's calling me son now. There no son. Hey. And the sonship comes with claiming things. Send, send this. And, and to the extent that she went into the congregation, she had taken some people's numbers and got some people to send. I think you were part, eh? She, Pastor Adonama, you sent what? Hold on, let's let them hear it. I sent her Sobolo. I did Sobolo for her. She requested for it. Yes, yes, please. She demanded it. Another person also sent yam and plantain and some other things and posted to her because she had demanded. I didn't even know that that was what was happening. She had had access to some people in the congregation and she was making requests. Hey, request that's me that I've passed the church for a long time. I've not even made. One day, I was lying in my bed and all the things that she had been doing was coming to my mind. I couldn't sleep. Me too, I like sleep. 
I like my sleep. I don't like it when anything is taking away my sleep. So I just woke up in the morning, drove straight to Accra, went straight to Reverend Joe's house, and told him about everything that was going on, and told him what I wanted to do. I told him, I'm going to see her and tell her my peace of mind. <laughs> then he said, man of God, flow. I had the order, matching orders for my father. I just went straight. I drove straight to her. I said, I want to meet you. We sat down. And I told her, listen, the fact that you came to do some, I invited in my church once to come and, to come and do something, does not mean that you are my mother. I, can, I say mommy because I respect you, not because of anything. And from, from today, you can't, I heard you call this person, you did this, you did that, you did that. You can't do that. It's wrong. I, would, I don't like that. I don't, want, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I don't like the way you behave. I don't, and she, you know, she could talk about men of God. Yeah. All the people I followed, she would talk about and insult. And say, even when she was preaching, she was saying it. Yeah. And she was just making everybody look like children. I was like, hey, you, you are nothing. You are talking about this. But what, what do you mean? That even infuriated me more. Because you can't talk about the fathers who are... I mean, listen, no matter how evil your father is, he's your father. Sebi. Hallelujah. My wife is here. I can't say some things. I can make us a Sebi who to pants our year old. If for nothing, his strength is what brought you. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yes. Many strengths. Hallelujah. So no matter how evil your father may be, respect him. Honor him. Do you understand? You may not agree with him with a lot of things or agree with the way he's living. Even if he's a prisoner, go and visit him. Your father may be an armed robber and he's in prison right now. Go and visit him. And there was silence in heaven. Go and visit him. Yes. And talk to him. And pray for him. And give to him. Yes. Fatherhood has nothing to do with what the person did or did not do. Is he your father? Now your father? That's all. Anna. Finished. That's what the Bible says. So for you to talk about fathers, eh, you should mention this one. Archbishop Nick. Bishop she was talking like she was mad. So oh, I couldn't bear it. I remember my wife, my wife was there with me. I was like, shall I have to go and see this one? I said, shall you go? And I went to meet her. I spoke my heart. Confidently. Hey. From that time, I've not heard from her to date. It's been many years. Yes. Many years. She could even ask for credits. I mean, like we are doing something, the people who are around me should pass. Oh, I need you to send me 50 Ghana. You to send me 50 Ghana. You to send me 50 Ghana. You to send me. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah, she could do that. It was very bad. Very, very bad. Hey! So the word of God makes you confident. The righteous are as bold as lions. It makes you bold. Maybe you are a very timid person. The word of God in your heart. In your, in, your, in your love for the Lord will end up changing you to become a very confident person. Very bold. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It will make you wise. The scriptures will make you wise. So it's like as you, as you love the Lord, it ends up affecting you and changing you and turning you to become something that God, all that God wants you to be. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 15, sorry. Second Timothy 3, 15. Yes, and that from a child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. You must know the Holy Scriptures. Tell me about you must know the Holy Scriptures. Don't be a Christian who has difficulty turning to Ezekiel when they say turn to Ezekiel. When they say turn to Ezekiel, what is that? Is it what? It's a book in the Bible. You must know the books of the Bible. You must be able to Amos. When they say Amos, you say you think it's a dancer. It's not a dancer. No. Thou hast known the script, the Holy Scriptures, which are able. It has an ability. The scriptures have an ability. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my words. Keep my commandments. Why? As you keep my commandments, it will change you. To do something to you. To change your perspective in life. It will make you wise. It says, which are able to make you wise unto salvation. Wisdom. Sometimes I do things, and Pastor Kobe was just giving me a testimony. Oh, your pastor is wise. What has made me wise? It's the word of God. There are levels of wisdom. Sometimes I know I'm, I'm, I'm being foolish about some things. Yes, I'm not as wise as you think I am. Because I don't know everything in the word. And I've not kept all the word in my heart. My, my wisdom is directly proportional to the content of the word of God that is inside me. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So the more you increase the content of the word of God inside you, the more wiser you become. The wiser you become. Wisdom is doing what God says you should do. Foolishness is doing opposite to what God says you should do. If you notice that you know the word of God, but you do opposite to what it is saying, you are a very foolish person. Your foolishness is very high. You know what God has said. But doing it is something that is alien to you. You should know that you are a very, very foolish boy. A very, very foolish girl. Yes. Hallelujah. Do you like my message or I don't like my message? I'm talking about your work with God. Yes, that's the first tomorrow. I'll talk about your work for God. And then tomorrow after I'll talk about your faithfulness to God. Okay? I was going to teach you on our rights and privileges in Christ. But because of the congregation we have, it changed. God told me to change it. Wow. But you like what I'm sharing with you or you don't like what I'm sharing with you? Intimacy with the Lord. Your work with the Lord. Keeping the word in your heart, in the midst of your heart. Letting it guide you and guard you in life and direct you in life. Okay? Doing the word. Becoming a doer of the word. The height of your wisdom is doing the word that you know. Your wisdom is expressed in doing the word of God that you know. So the scriptures are able to make you wise unto salvation. Okay? Matthew chapter 7. Look at Matthew chapter 7. Let's read from verse 20, 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? And I will say to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Verse 24. Therefore, whosoever heard these sayings of mine, and doeth them. Whosoever hears my word and does them, okay? Doing the word of God is a show of your love for the Lord. Like allowing the word of God to become practically practical in your life. 
Like you know that the Bible says, don't, don't do this. Don't fornicate. <laughs> hey. you, you know? Or you don't know? Ask me, but you know? But you are pressing someone in the exhibit. Pastor Yvonne is here. I'm sure she'll take the microphone after some time. Just you can also say something. Yeah. Doing the word practically. You know the word of God says we should forgive. Don't you know the word of God says we should forgive? But you, you have been fighting with this girl that did something against you. Eh? You were a girl. You were a lady. This girl is also a lady. You were friends. And she maybe snatched your boy. <laughs> In class two, in class two. <laughs> you have fought, you have fought with her up to date. Oh, why? The word of God says we should forgive. Oh, yes. Ephesians chapter four. Look at Ephesians chapter four. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. Yeah, Ephesians 4, 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. It says, this, these things, don't let them be put away from you. Let's read the Amplify so that you see what we are talking about. Okay? Let all bitterness and indignation. Do you know, do you understand indignation? Like, you need dictionary in your, bio, in your life. Oh. You're like, indignation, you're like... Indignation, indignation. You are using chi to try to interpret it. You need the dictionary. In the, what, does it, what does it mean, indignation? Can you check it for us? Anger, isn't it? Yes, and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper. Bad what? Temper. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your chest is close to you. Whose own is not close to his? Uh, you, I, me, I, me, I, Charlie, me, I know myself. Oh. Me, I know myself. That's why I don't relate with girls. I only relate to boys. Girls are some way. They are, they, I don't like this small thing now. This is this small thing now. This. I say what is on my mind. I say, I say it as it is. I don't miss words. If you do it, I'll do it to you. You do me, I do you. Do me, do me, do me, do you. Hey! The Lord is watching you. Where's your love? I thought you said you were a Christian. I thought you said you were a child of God. How come your life and the word of God are born a bira? It's not, it's parallel. Parallel, there's no meeting line. You can like you can fight. Ooh. Yes. Punches can come in because something happened. You can't say, oh, it's okay, it's fine. You can't back down. It's like when you like you see when you are driving. <laughs> this is an example God brought to me this morning. When I woke up, God brought this example to me this morning. When you are driving, okay. You step on the accelerator. There's an accelerator that helps the car to go forward. 
isn't it? The aim of a car is to help you move from one place to another. It's to move. But there's something called brakes inside the car. Because at a certain time on your journey, you, it is not wise to keep stepping on the accelerator. You need to take your leg off the accelerator and step on the brakes. Because you need to stop at a certain point. If you're a child of God who cannot stop and cannot say it's okay, you, you, can't, you can't back down and say, oh, it's fine. I'm sorry for what I did. You can't say that. It means there are no brakes in your life. You only have accelerator. Sister, accident. You know accident? Accident. Accident is coming. And you must accident. Yes. It's not right. Hallelujah. Yes. Resentment, anger, animosity, like animalistic type of instance. Yes. I don't care. Whatever he, whatever he thinks, I, I, I'm right. No. No. If you, if, you, if you keep the word of God, the word of God will change you to becoming someone who brings out the righteousness of God in every single situation. It's when, when mantas come in front before me, I handle a lot of cases. I handle a lot of cases. I've handled so many over there. I've been a pastor for maybe 12 years or 13 years as a pastor. But I've been in the church for many years. Okay? Now, I've sorted a lot of problems out. Many. By bringing, bringing in the righteousness of God into the situation. It's not you are right and you are wrong. No. What does the word of God say? About this particular situation that is going, what's going, what's, what does the word of God? So you can't, if you come to me about something, I'll, I'll, I'll let us look at what the word of God says about this situation, and then we'll choose the word. And it always brings peace. What does God's word say about it? Do you see? Yes, that shows how much you love God. Like let let the word of God transform you. That is its purpose. The purpose of the word is to transform you. It's not to quote it, to quote many scriptures. Yenko Hebrews, there you go. Yenko Ha, Roman. No, that, that's not what we are talking about. Le- allowing the word of God to change. That's the purpose. The purpose of the word is to transform you. It's to transform you. Without the word of God, nothing can change you. You become a wicked person. Or you become a, 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 a dull person. Over the years. Okay? Evil speaking. Eh? Anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, slander, evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language. Things you have not seen, you say you have seen. What you have not heard, you say you have heard. You know, there are things you shouldn't say to, to people. You see, you shouldn't, your words should not become injurious to people. Like if you know what you're going to say is going to injure the, the person, you don't say it. Do you get it? Yes. You don't you I don't use injurious words. There's nothing I, I say that you, it will injure you. Oh, yes and yes. You can't ah, am I lying? It's true. Is it because I'm preaching or it's true? It's true. I will never say anything that will injure you. And it's like, sometimes I insult by it's proper insult. No, I'm talking about like animosity, injurious words. Say, Ah, someone says something to someone like, hey, how can you talk? How can you say that? How can you say that? No. I was surprised such a thing could come out of such some, someone's mouth like that. You don't, see, you don't say such things. Oh, go away. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Someone said, it is because of you that I lost this thing. 
And be, so now I've lost it. Now let's do what, we, what do you want me to do now? Hey. In Julius' words. Eh? Let all those things be banned from you with all malice, spite, ill will, and baseness of any kind. Verse 32. King James, please. And be ye kind one toward another. He says, be kind. Rather than being wicked, be kind. Tell me about be kind to you. You see, we shouldn't be in the same church and we can't be kind to each other. We can't be happy with each other. This lady is fighting with this lady. This gentleman is not talking to the... I mean, guys don't even do that much, innit? It's the ladies who do that. Is it true? Yes. Stop being a girl. Be a child of God. Yes, in Christ Jesus, there's neither male nor female. But Christ is all and in all. So let Christ have dominion over your heart. Don't become like you're you are a girl. You are, there's so much girlish things in you. So much girlish things. Your emotions are flying all over the place. Mood swings. You swing, you swing to Accra and then you swing to Kumasi. Then you swing to Tamale and you swing back to Kumasi. And then you swing to Takradi. Today you are in Takradi. I mean, your mood can swing all over the place. We can't, we can't, we can't work with you. We don't know when you are happy. Sometimes when we say hello, you say, oh, hello, how are you? After that time, when we say hello, hey, what are we going to do? What you do next time, what are we going to do? We can't do much. You like my message or you don't like my message? Then give me some fans. Give me some fans. Yeah. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted. Tender-hearted. Let's be tender-hearted. These are scriptures. It says, keep the one who loves me will keep my words. He that has my commandments and keepeth them. What is the, the actual commandment of Jesus? Is found in John chapter 13, verse 34. Look at John 13, 34. We are, we are coming down to forgiveness. Okay? He says, a new commandment. Because, you see, you can be praying in tongues. Enuaba with different type of tongues, punctuations. Manwaga. Follow me? That's one with a, a question mark. Follow me? Malwasmino? You can speak in tongues with punctuations. Exclamation signs. Minigado? And stoning Klanai. But if you are not forgiving, if you are not forgiving, the one who does not forgive, eh, you see, if you are not into it's, it's important though. These are things that we seldom talk about. But these are very important things. They are, they are what make you or unmake you. Yes, they make, they either make you or unmake you. Yes, very, very important things. Jesus said about forgiveness. Okay, this is a. Um, um, is Luke chapter 12. Look for it for me. But the story of a man who owed his Lord millions of dollars. Okay? And he, he besought his Lord, forgive me. Or rather, he, say, he even said, give me time, I'll pay you all. And his Lord was moved with compassion. His master was moved with compassion and said that, I forgive you all your debts. The guy laid on the floor. <gasps> Master, oh, thank you. Yay. My prayer has been answered. Thank you so much. He said so many things. And then he left. As he got out of the place, 
Luke chapter 7, rather. He saw his fellow servants who owed him 10 pesos. When he saw him, he held his, shoulder, his neck like this. Come. My guy, where my 10 pesos day? Sorry. Where my tempest was day? Oh, Charlie, I'll pay you. I'll give you. Just give me some time. I'll pay you. No. No, 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 no. You, the last time I left you, this is, a, this, this, is, this is two years since I last saw you. It's been two years since I last saw you. If I leave you, you, are, you are, I'll not see you after two years. So, straight to prison. He put him in prison. Yes, he locked him up for tempest was. When his fellow servants saw what had happened. They couldn't believe. They went straight to his master and said, that, Listen, this guy that you forgave so much has put his friend in prison. The master said, What are you talking about? How much was that debt? 10 pesos. Ah! Call that guy for me. He gave him the 10 pesos. Then he said, Give me my, my, my 10 million dollars. Yes, he, gave, he paid the 10 pesos of the other guy and said, Give me my 10 million dollars. Yes. The guy, Oh, master, I can't pay. He said, Put him. Give him to the tormentors. Not forgiving puts you into the hands of the tormentors. Yes. The tormentors are things of this life. The harshness of this life. The demons of this life. Yes. They'll become, they'll become you're exposing yourself to demons without even knowing. Yes. By not forgiving. Matthew chapter 18 is there. It's all, it's all there. Luke 7, Matthew, Matthew 18. His Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that he was, was due to him. So not forgiving. Look at Genesis. Look at the verse 35. says that. So likewise shall my heavenly father, hmm? my heavenly father, do also unto you, if you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespass. Yes. Yes. From your heart. If you from your heart do not. Eh? If you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespass. So it's important. I will hurt you. Never leave this church because you were hurt. Something happened. Why shouldn't something happen? If something, I'm surprised that nothing has happened. Something must happen. Something must happen. It will, it will either come from a pastor, from, a, from an elder, from your shepherd, from your fellow church member, or from a child. <laughs> one, one of the children's ministry people. Every day when he sees you, she starts crying. Ah! <laughs> walk with the Lord. Walk with the Lord. Take a walk with him. Yes. Go deeper with him. Become more intimate. Allow the scriptures to change you. Forgive. Let it change your heart. Let it change your attitude. Let it change the way your perspective, how you see. Okay? I don't, I don't see tribe. What is tribe? You are an ever and so what? You are not now and so what? Oh, hey, that's for notness. You are talking like your mother in the house. You are talking like your great grandfather. What is wrong with you? I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a Christian. How come you are now relating on tribal lines? Like when you hear that somebody is. Uh, uh, what Ashanti? Because in your house you've said that Ashantis are not good people, and you can't even talk like that. As for Ashantis, 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 
Where are shanties in the Bible? <laughs> Look at Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. I'm not showing that shanties are in the Bible. <laughs> Colossians 3 verse 11. Let's read from verse 10 so that it makes more sense. Okay? He says, and you have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Where there's neither, in Christ, there's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian or Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. So in, in, in the house of God or in Christ, all we see is Christ, not tribe. What is tribe? I don't see Liberians and Nigerians. Our church has a lot of Nigerians, a lot of Liberians, a lot of uh, Cameroonians. Yeah. A lot of people from different... Um, we have some Americans in our church, some Canadians, some whatever. We are all, you know, a human being. When we catch you, do we see green blood or blue blood? <laughs> no, we are all or blue, blue and white. There's nothing like that. So don't relate like uh, someone who is not born again. Yeah. Hello? You have class. You are not my class. What do you mean by you are not my class? Which class? Who created that class? You have money. What is money? What is money? Money is a means of exchange. Without you, money does not have value. What is gold? Gold is gold because we give value to gold. If some people, some five people, five rich people in the world should come out and say that gold is nothing, you'd be surprised that gold will lose its value. Yes. You'd be shocked. So a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Your life, is, that is not your life. Okay? You must accept all and relate to all and help all. Be a blessing to all. Let the word of God transform you. That is his purpose. The purpose of the word is to transform your heart, to change your mind, is to change your perspective. As you walk with the Lord in love with him, he ends up changing your life in every aspect of your life. That's the purpose of God's word. Oh, they are, they are from the north. And so, are they not human beings? Are they not human beings? What are you talking about? Oh, they are southness. They are from the south. Are the southness also not human beings? What are you talking about? In Christ, there's nothing like that. You must allow this word to change your mind. Hello? Yes. You must allow it to change your mind. Allow it to change your perspective. Hmm? When a task is given to you, for instance, you see, I'm talking about your work with the Lord. Yeah. When a task is given to you, your first response should not be, I can't do it. What happened to Philippians chapter 4, verse 13? Hmm? Philippians 4, 13 says, I can do all things through Christ. I thought Christ was in your heart. I thought Christ was in your life. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. So when any, you see, allow the word of God to transform you, transform your perspective. A course has been given to you. You are supposed to do this particular course. And all your confession is challenged. The course is too difficult. It's too difficult. It's too difficult. You said it at the beginning of the semester. In the middle of the semester, you are still saying it. At the end of the semester, you fail. Or you get 50. How much do you need to pass? 40, right? You get 40.1. Or right on the borderline. You are destroying your own future with your words because you are, not, you are not applying the word of God to your situation. I can do all things. I'm going to pass this exam. 
I, I may not be understanding it now, but I will understand it. I can understand all things. Yes, the spirit of wisdom and understanding are functioning in me. I can understand all things. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Have a can-do mentality because Christ, the anointed one and his anointing are in you, strengthening you to do what you need to do. Do you see? Have that mindset. You see, if you don't know the scriptures, you will not know what to do in any situation of your life. When you know the scriptures, the scriptures help you know how you are supposed to behave in a particular situation. It shows, it helps you to know what to do. What am I supposed to do in this particular situation? I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. Now thanks be unto God which always giveth us the victory. He gives me victory all the time. Yes. He gives me all. I have victory. I can do this thing. That is, that is how I live my life. Yes. There are a lot of things that seem unsurmountable. Huge valleys. Huge mountains. Yes. Very difficult situations. But then you look at it. And you remember that Christ is inside you. Don't forget. Don't be a forgetful here. I was telling you about a wise man, right? What wisdom, true wisdom is. And I was mentioning Matthew chapter, chapter 7, if you remember. We're in verse 24. Therefore, whosoever hear these things of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Unto a wise man. The one who does the word is a wise man. The one who allows the word of God to dictate the pace of his life is a wise man. Go down, you see the other, the other person, the one who just hears it. He says, the one who hears and does not do, I will liken him unto a foolish man. So doing the word of God makes you a wise man. Not doing the word of God that you have heard makes you a foolish man. You know what the word of God says. Do it. And amazingly, the scriptures show you how you can do it. Sometimes you say, oh, I don't have strength for this. Sun sun pehunam yemerel. Spirit is willing, flesh is weak. Flesh is weak. Oh man, but you can speak it. You see, some people's prayers are dictated by things that are not scriptural. So the person is praying, Lord, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Lord, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Lord, and so what? What are you praying about? If you know that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak, what do you request for? Lord, strengthen me. How does the Lord strengthen you? He says, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. So you just receive strength. I receive strength through Christ in me. Mm? To do what you are saying I should do. To jump over this hurdle. To jump over this academic hurdle. To jump over this uh, temptation. There are temptations that will come your way. Wild temptations. Hey! What is life without examinations? Just imagine if you're in school without exams. Ah. What will you do? Sweetheart, what will you do? What will you do? What will you do? You don't know what you will do. What will you do? I'll sleep. You sleep. How many of you will do binge watching? Do you know binge? Binge watching. You watch a series from morning, 6 a.m. So evening, you just pack food, breakfast, lunch, supper, and then you're just there eating. Which series do you like? Say the truth and shame the devil. Like cartoons. You like cartoons? Avatar. Avatar. 
Yeah. Hallelujah. My wife and I watched Avatar overnight some day, some day ago. Many years ago. I think it was like seven years ago. We, watched, we did binge watch Avatar throughout the night. The girl's one. What's her name? Cora. Legends of Cora. Ah, it's nice, oh. <laughs> We're just watching throughout the night. We couldn't sleep. What will happen? Next one. Next one. Next one. Next one. <laughs> well, it was 6 a.m. Yeah. If there, were, well, there was no school. It will not be if there were if there were no exams in school, there would never be promotion, and you always stay where you are. In the same vein, life also comes with challenges and tests. What is life without tests and temptations and challenges? That is how life is. Without that, you will not have a testimony. That is how it is. Your mother may not like some things. It's a test. Your lecture may fail you. Na test. Na what? Na test. What will you do when you maybe you're expecting to be married after a year of school? You finish and nothing is happening. Will you say that God? <laughs> I thought you said you loved me. These are the things that no kind of things that I don't like. You have to be very careful, Lord. This is your prayer. Yes, you are talking to God. You have to be very careful, Lord. No, me, I don't believe in things that does not work. Why is it that when you take a stone, you take so long to throw? You take a stone, you take so long before you throw the stone. Lord, this stone, if you are not throwing it, I'll throw it myself. I'll throw it myself. Brothers and sisters. Let the word of God guide you. Okay? Your walk. Say my walk. My walk. Yes. You must go deeper with the Lord. Five years from now, you should be a better Christian than you were you are today. You should be a faithful Christian, full of faith, walking with the Lord in faith. Like your understanding of what faith is has deepened. You can enjoy more health. Maybe now you fall ill three times a year. It's constant. Whether you like it or not, you fall you fall sick three times a year. It can reduce to two, and reduce to one, and reduce to none as the years go by. But you need to allow the word of God to teach you on faith by reading it, keeping it. That is your love for the Lord. That is your love. It's an expression of your love for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. He shows us how to do his word. How, how do we do his word? Philippians chapter 2. Verse 13. Look at this. It says, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. So God is at work in you to will, causing you to, let's read the Amplified. It's nice in the Amplified. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. So in the New Testament, God gives us things to follow. And he comes into us to help us do those things. So God is in us. That's why he says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you to help you have glory in every aspect of your life. Christ in you to help you do what God wants you to do. Christ in you is to help you keep his word. Are you in the church? So the, more, the closer you get to Christ, or the more intimate you get with Christ, the more you are able to do what he wants you to do. 
You are unable to do what God wants you to do because you are not intimate with him enough. That's the reason. Go deeper with him. How do you go deeper with him? Keep his word. All your responsibilities to keep his word. The more you keep his word, the more you allow his, his word to stay in you and, and, and uh, rule over your heart. Hmm? Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let it govern your heart. You see, let it dwell in your heart richly. It's not in your heart. It can be in your head, but not in your heart. He says, let it dwell in your heart richly. Through meditation, reading it, meditating on it. The more you read it and meditate on it, the more you just read, just reading the stories alone will help you. Yeah. You'll be surprised. It will help you big time. Meditate on it. The way to do the word is by meditating on it, keeping it. As you keep it, Christ, you become closer to Christ. How Jesus says, if you love me, you keep my words. And if you keep my words, my Father will love you, and we shall come to you and make, that, make our abode with you. So the more you keep his word, the more you love him. And the more he stays with you. The more he stays with you, the more he gives you ability to be willing and to do of his own good pleasure. So the way to do his good pleasure is by keeping his word. Because keeping his word is what makes you love him. The more you love him, the more he provides and helps you to become strong, to overcome all the challenges of life. Hello? Yes. All the challenges of life. That's all the challenges that will come. If I tell you they won't come, I'll be lying to you. That is how life is. Okay? You may live square, you may not be marrying immediately. Your mates will be marrying. You'll be becoming brides. You'll be becoming bridesmaids. Made of honor. Bridesmaids. Made of honor. For 20 people. And it's like yours is not coming. Meanwhile, you are more beautiful than all of them. It's a challenge. What will you do? Will you give birth and come and stay in the church? <laughs> will you say, hmm, I'm growing. I need to have children. So even though you don't have a husband, you go and have a child. And come and call us to come and do baby dedication. Yeah, ma, won't come. <laughs> Wait on the Lord. Tell about wait on the Lord. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. Isn't it? They shall, they shall what? Run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And he will honor you. He will renew your strength. And help you become who you are supposed to become. You may leave school and a job is not coming immediately. What do you do? Wait on the Lord. It's time to love him even some more. Not time to abandon him and get into drugs. A lot of Christians have gotten into various things because when the test came, they forgot about God. Yes. They took matters into their own hands. You want me to close there? Talk. They took matters into their own hands. Okay? Yes. I know people who... Abandon God completely. Because of a job opportunity. Sex for job. Yes. That is why every promotion, you need to have sex with somebody. Every promotion. When others are doing it genuinely, you have to have sex with five bosses before you can be promoted. Before 5,000 Ghana cities can come into your account. You see. What a life. Yes. The one who does the word is like a man who, a wise man who built his house upon the rock. 
The floods came. Floods will come. Floods will come. You'll be a gentleman. you leave school. You realize that all your mates are having something. And then maybe you are not, you are not having anything. You'll be tempted to sacrifice someone. Yes. People have done it. It's happening. I'm telling you what is, what is happening. Yes. You may be tempted to take drugs outside the country. But it's an easy way to come to, to, come to the folk. And then you forget all your walk with the Lord, your love for the Lord. He says, the floods came. The rain descended. These are the harshness of life. Rain descended. Floods came. The winds blew and beat upon that house. They will beat upon that house. But if you do of the word, he says that it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. So no matter what happens, Lord, I love you anyways. I, I don't care about, my, I'm walking with you. I know how great a salvation you have saved me with. I love you. I'll keep your word some more. Help me overcome all the challenges of life. Help me get closer to you. Help me not abandon you in the darkest days of my life. Yes. When that lecturer is failing, you keeps failing you. You know, there's, there's a lady that I know, one of our people, who has been failed so many times. She has gone to school for 10 years. She has done university for 10 years. Is it 10 years? Yes, 10 years. Maybe 11 years. This, year, this one will be 11. 11 years, yes. Yes, because of some lecturers. She has passed the thing, but they say she has not passed. Why have I, show me the, the scripts. We can't show you. What did you do? You didn't pass. No, you, you, you missed a class. I missed a class, so I have not passed. Oh, mafia. What are you going to do? Stay on. Don't abandon it. Don't say, God, God, what, God, you knew that all these things will happen and you didn't prevent it. It's a test that has come. Love the Lord some more. Become deeper with God. You understand? Yes. Don't let the situations of life blow you away. Hmm? Take it easy. One step at a time. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You will pull through. You become what God wants you to become. Be encouraged. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stir yourself up in the Lord by speaking the words of God over your life. That's what you do. You speak the word of God over your life. I will not go down. It may look as though you are going down, but you say to yourself, I will not go down. He says, when you go through the fire, you shall not be bent. When you go through the waters, you shall not drown. A thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at thy right side, but it shall not come nigh thee. With your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. But the Lord shall arise upon you. Yes. Yes. So don't let anything, any situation of life, you are going and then maybe your father dies. Or your mother dies or something. Don't let it, don't let it change your commitment to the Lord. Like the, the situations are changed. Don't let it change anything. You are going and then your, your, your child dies. Or your wife dies. Or your husband dies. Something. Those are wounds of life. Don't let them change you. Love the Lord. Hold the, the Lord tighter at those times. Tell the Lord to help you and heal your heart. Yes. Get closer. Get deeper. And you see the sun of righteousness. S-U-N. Sun of righteousness. Having his wings arising upon you and helping you in your time of trouble. Hallelujah. See, I'm going forward. I can never go down. No matter what. It may look as I'm going down. But I'm actually going up. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.